good evening, and let me tell you, it is a pleasure to be here tonight, to be able to present the Word of God to everyone, and to be able to get up here and fellowship in the Word with everyone. And as we think of this Christmas season, it got me to thinking, what does God have for me to share with us tonight? And coming off of Thanksgiving, kind of that in-between Thanksgiving, Christmas, holidays, you know, it's like we're not to the birth of Christ yet, what we celebrate at Christmas, we're just coming off of Thanksgiving. So it got me to thinking, and it's where I find myself this holiday season, looking for a hope to come. We can look forward with hope. And our main text is going to be out of Isaiah 9, uh, verses 6 and 7. So we can turn there, and I'll read that for us real quick. 9, verses 6 and 7. And remember, the book of Isaiah is a book of prophecy. So this is prophesied to come. It hasn't happened yet. It's prophesied to come, considering where the book of Isaiah was written in the Old Testament. And we'll look at what has been fulfilled here in a second. In verses, or chapter 9, verses 6 and 7, it says, For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. So, first thing I'd like to say here is this is looking at the hope Israel had for a Messiah to come. And when the Bible talks about a hope, especially in this case, the hope that I'm talking about, this isn't just a hope, but it's an assurance that we have. This is a prophecy that was prophesied, and this is assured of what is to come. But through that assurance, the nation of Israel, as we will see through through the lesson, we have a hope, and that's what excites me this holiday season. It is a hope in Christ or a hope to come and it is assured. We see assurance in the Savior prophesied here in Isaiah 9. There's an assurance of the Savior that's prophesied. So, bringing us to my first point, the Savior prophesied. We see that in verse 6, where it says, For unto us a child is born. And what is this child that is born? Well, let's flip over to Luke 1, 26 to 31 real quick. This kind of sheds a little light on the uh, child is born. 
Luke 1, 26 to 31. It says, And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee, named Nazareth, to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph, of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou that art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. See, what I found in studying, for unto us a child is born. Excuse me. For unto us a child is born. This is talking about the physical birth of Jesus. A child is born. The child being the son of Mary. So that that's kind of what I see there. A, a, a savior prophesied the child is born, the son of Mary. So first off, we see this child being human. We know that Jesus Christ came as Lord. He is God. He is Lord. But we see him being born as human here. The second thing that I see coming from verse 6 in Isaiah 9 is a son is given. And what is this a son is given? Well, we've seen what it is a child is born. A son is given. Let's flip back to Luke 1, verses 32 to 35. Starting in verse 32, it says, He shall be great and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. So now we see in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, that it's a child of man, a son of God. The same person, just like I said before. Jesus Christ was born of man into human, but he is God. That's the Savior prophesied in Isaiah. We see that Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the promised one, born of man and born of God, he is both man and God. The government on his shoulders. In verse 6, it says, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. And what I would like to say at this point is he will one day rule the nations. And I would say that this is yet to come. And I'll talk more about this in just a minute here, here in a few seconds. But moving on, in the end of verse 6, it says his name, his name. 
Well, if you notice there, it specifically says his name is. And I'd like, like to take a moment and tell us that, that being a name, it's not an adjective. These words to come are not an adjective. This is who God is. You could say they're characteristics of God, and yes, these are true attributes of God, but this is his name. His name shall be called Wonderful. His name shall be called Counselor. His name shall be the Mighty God. His name, the Everlasting Father. His name, the Prince of Peace. Just how wonderful is God? Wonderful enough that his name is wonderful. He is the counselor. His name is counselor. He is the mighty God. He is everlasting father. He is prince of peace. All this is the hope the nation of Israel had. The hope of someone wonderful, the hope of all those names listed there, the mighty God, the hope of the everlasting Father, the hope of the Prince of Peace. The nation of Israel had, the assurity they had, but what is the hope we have? How does this apply to us? What hope do we have? And as I shift gears here a little bit, first, why do we need a hope? Why is hope so important for us? Because I'm here to tell you, left to ourselves, we are sinful. We are wretched sinners left to ourselves. There is no hope left to myself. If I try doing things for me, There is no hope in that. Because what does the Bible say? The Bible says in Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death. I have no hope outside of Christ Jesus. Because what I deserve as a wretched sinner is death. That's what I deserve left to myself. That's what I deserve left to the natural man, death. But Jesus Christ come and he conquered that death, didn't he? The only hope or assurance we have of ourselves is death. It's eternal separation from God. Our sins separate us from God. There is no hope left to Micah Sidebottom. None. But, but let's not sit here on a doom and gloom. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm bound for death because I'm a sinner. Yes, I am. But you know what? There's hope in Christ Jesus. And we can get excited about that. Ephesians 2, 8, 8 and 9 says, For by, by grace are you saved through faith, not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. I have hope in Christ Jesus. There is hope there. 
in Christ Jesus, in his death, in his burial, in his resurrection, we have hope. We have assurance of salvation. And we can have a restored relationship with the Father. The same Father talked about in Isaiah 9. The everlasting Father. If we just, and we're taught it, we teach our, our uh, Pioneer Club, our little kids, we teach it to them. We teach them the ABCs. Admit, believe, confess. Admit that we're a sinner. Believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. And confess our sins to him. You will be saved. That's the hope we have. We have hope of salvation through Christ Jesus. We have hope in the gospel. The gospel brother Danny has been preaching to us through Galatians. Amen. The hope of Christians today. Moving on to my next point. So what hope as a Christian? So we see the hope for sinners. We see the hope that they can have looking towards Christ Jesus, looking towards the Bible, looking through the Bible for answers. What hope as a Christian do I have? Because let me tell you, brothers, let me tell you, sisters, there's more to come than what we see here. The hope of Christians today is Christ's return. And let's look at John 14, 2 to 3. In John 14, verses 2 and 3, it says, In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. One day Christ will return. And this is getting back to where I left off with the government shall be on his shoulders. Israel did not accept Christ at his first appearance. When Jesus Christ was born in the manger and come here as human, God in human form, he came as a meek lamb led to the slaughter. A few shepherds accepted him, the wise men worshipped him, and there were some that believed in him. He had the twelve disciples. But what do we see through the gospel? The world wanted to kill him. The world did not accept him as king. He was led to the cross. But this is also important because without the cross... Without the death, without the burial, without the resurrection, there would be no salvation. So he had to come as a meek lamb, as a servant first. But brothers, sisters, let me tell you, he's coming back as Lord of Lords and King of Kings. He will return as a king, and he will rule all nations. He will defeat sin once and for all. In Revelation 19, 11 through 19, we see this.
It says, And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he doth judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood. Kind of sounds like the the scarlet robe they put on him when they were mocking him, doesn't it? At the cross. And his name is called the Word of God. We see in John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was God, and the Word was with God. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. And out of his mouth goeth a sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron, and he treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. And he hath on his vesture and on his thigh a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. And I saw an angel standing in the sun, and he cried with a loud voice, saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, Come and gather yourselves together unto the supper of the great God, that you may eat the flesh of kings and the flesh of captains and the flesh of mighty men and the flesh of horses and of them that sit on them and the flesh of all men, both free and bond, both small and great. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that sat on the horse and against his army. We see here that Christ is returning. Christ is coming back. And he's going to come back as king of kings and lord of lords. And he's going to conquer sin. He's going to conquer death once and for all. And it's his saving grace that we have hope in. We have hope as Christians looking for his return. Just like back in Isaiah 9, the Israelites had hope looking for the Messiah to come. We have a hope to come, church. And if that doesn't get you excited, I don't know what will. And that's what I'm looking forward to myself this holiday season, is the hope we have in Christ. And what I mentioned earlier about salvation, the gospel, please, if anyone has any questions about how to be saved or more about the gospel, talk to Brother Wood or Brother Danny or myself, or there's others in the church that I know you can talk to. But please, this holiday season, what a better gift we have than the gift of salvation. What a better hope we have than the hope of Jesus Christ. Thank you.